Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles original edition, published by our two friends of the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, or if you mouse over the link at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read A Course in Miracles OE. Also on that website, there's an option to subscribe. Uh, the tab is called Lesson Sign Up. And there you can sign up to receive a daily email that includes both the lesson for the day as well as the text reading. My name is Lori Cameron. This call is Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to about 11 a.m. Eastern. And today we are completing our reading of Chapter 8, The Journey Back, with the last section. The Answer to Prayer, Section 11. We're also mindful of our lesson today, Lesson 100, which is, My part is essential to God's plan for salvation. And by way of opening this morning, I just um, really love this little prayer, or actually poem, in the book Susceptible to Light by Shailen Harkin. The poem is called The Toast. The toast. I say it's time to realize that we hold a sloshing amount of light in the cup of each and some divine party animal within continues to raise us like a glass of joy in a toast of celebration to the wonder of being. Cheers. And my part is essential to God's plan for salvation. Amen. Thank you, Lori. Cheers. 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 Cheers to you all. Thanks, Lori. That was lovely. Yeah, that was kind of fun. All right, my friends, here's our reading list. We have Lemoyne, Fran, Robin Marie, Harrison, and Lana, who were joined in listening this morning by Ida and Kristen, Leanne, Karen, and Judy. Has anyone else joined us this morning that would like to say good morning or be on the reading list? Yes, hi, it's Jessica, and I would love to read. Excellent. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks. One moment. I wonder if I shut my door. The background noise will be a little less. We'll do it like that. Okay, so here we go. In Chapter 8, The Journey Back, with Section 11, The Answer to Prayer. Beginning in Paragraph 17. Everyone who has ever tried to use prayer to request something has experienced what appears to be power. This is not only true, this is not only true in connection with specific things which might be powerful, but also in connection with requests which are strictly in line with this course. The latter, in particular, might be incorrectly interpreted as so-called proof that the course does not mean what it says. You must remember, however, that the course does state, and repeatedly, that its purpose is to escape from fear. Lemoyne. Thank you, Lori. 
Okay, chapter 8, the journey back, section 11. The answer to prayer. Everyone who has ever tried to use prayer to request something has experienced what appears to be failure. This is not only true in connection with specific things which might be harmful, but also in connection with requests which are strictly in line with this course. The latter in particular might be incorrectly interpreted as seeming proof that the Course does not mean what it says. You must remember, however, that the Course does state that its purpose is the escape from fear. Let us suppose, then, that what you request of the Holy Spirit is what you really want, but you are still afraid of it. Should this be the case, your attainment of it would no longer be what you want, even if it is. This accounts for why certain specific forms of healing are not achieved, even though the state of healing is. It frequently happens that an individual asks for physical healing because he is fearful of bodily harm. At the same time, however, if he were healed physically, the threat to his thought system would be considerably more fearful to him than its physical expression. In this case, he is not really asking for release from fear, but for the removal of a symptom which he has selected. The request is, therefore, not for healing at all. Thank you, Lemoyne. And Fran. 108. Let us suppose, then, that what you request of the Holy Spirit is what you really want, but you are still afraid of it. Should this be the case, your attainment of it would no longer be what you want, even if it is. This accounts for why certain specific forms of healing are not achieved, even though the state of healing is. It frequently happens that an individual asks for physical healing because he is fearful of bodily harm. At the same time, however, if he were healed physically, the threat to his thought system would be considerably more fearful to him than its physical expression. In this case, he is not really asking for release from fear, but for the removal of a symptom which he has selected. This request is therefore not for healing at all. 109. The Bible emphasizes that all prayers are answered, and this must be true if no effort is wasted. The very fact that one has asked the Holy Spirit for anything will ensure a response. Yet it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one which would increase fear. It is possible that his answer will not be heard at all. It is impossible, however, that it will be lost. There are many answers which you have already received but have not yet heard. I assure you that they are waiting for you. It is indeed true that no effort is wasted. Thank you, Fran. 
And Robin Marie. One oh nine. The Bible emphasizes that all prayers are answered, and this must be true if no effort is wasted. The very fact that one has asked the Holy Spirit for anything will ensure a response. Yet it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one which would increase fear. It is possible that his answer will not be heard at all. It is impossible, however, that it will be lost. There are many answers which you have already received but have not yet heard. I assure you that they are waiting for you. It is indeed true that no effort is wasted. And then, if you would know your prayers are answered, never doubt a son of God. Do not question him and do not confound him, for your faith in him is your faith in yourself. If you would know God and his answer, believe in me whose faith in you cannot be shaken. Can you ask of the Holy Spirit truly and doubt your brother? Believe his words are true because of the truth which is in him. You will unite with the truth in him and his words will be true. As you hear him, you will hear me. Listening to truth is the only way you can hear it now and finally know it. Thank you, Robin Marie and Harrison. One ten. If you would know your prayers are answered, never doubt a son of God. Do not question him and do not confound him. For your faith in him is your faith in yourself. If you would know God and his answer, believe in me whose faith in you cannot be shaken. Can you ask of the Holy Spirit truly and doubt your brother? Believe his words are true because of the truth which is in him. You will unite with the truth in him, and his words will be true. As you hear him, you will hear me. Listening to truth is the only way you can hear it now and finally know it. One eleven. The message your brother gives you is up to you. What does he say to you? What would you have him say? Your decision about him determines the message you receive. Remember that the Holy Spirit 
is in him, and his voice speaks to you through him. What can so holy a brother tell you except truth? But are you listening to it? Your brother may not know who he is, but there is a light in his mind which does know. The light can shine into yours, making his words true and making you able to hear them. His words are the Holy Spirit's answer to you. Is your faith in him strong enough to let you hear? Thank you, Harrison. Elena. Okay. Um, this is 111, I think. Okay. The message your brother gives, gives you is up to you. What does he say to you? What would you have him say? Your decision about him determines the message you receive. Remember that the Holy Spirit is in him and his voice speaks to you through him. What can so holy a brother tell you except truth? But are you listening to it? Your brother may not know who he is, but there is a light in his mind which does know. This light can shine into yours, making his words true and making you able to hear them. His words are the Holy Spirit's answer to you. Is your faith in him strong enough to let you hear? 112. Salvation is of your brother. The Holy Spirit extends from your mind to his and answers you. Let me read that again. Salvation is of your brother. The Holy Spirit extends from your mind to his and answers you. You cannot hear the voice for God in yourself alone because you are not alone. And his answer is only for what you are. You will not know the trust I have in you unless you extend it. You will not trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit or believe that it is for you unless you hear it in others. It must be for you, for your brother, because it is for you. Would God have created a voice for you alone? Could you hear his answer except as he answers all of God's sons. Hear of your brother what you would have me hear of you, for you would not want me to be deceived. Thank you, Lana. And Jessica. Thanks, Lori. <clears throat> 112. 
salvation is of your brother. The Holy Spirit extends from your mind to his and answers you. You cannot hear the voice for God in yourself alone because you are not alone. And his answer is only for is only for what you are. You will not know the trust I have in you unless you extend it. You will not trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit or believe that it is for you unless you hear it in others. It must be for your brother because it is for you. Would God have created a voice for you alone? Could you hear his answer except as he answers all of God's sons? Hear of your brother what you would have me hear of you, for you would not want me to be deceived. 113. I love you for the truth in you, as God does. Your deceptions may deceive you, but they cannot deceive me. Knowing what you are, I cannot doubt you. I hear only the Holy Spirit in you, who speaks to me through you. If you would hear me, hear my brothers in whom God's voice speaks. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. Do not listen to anything else, or you will not hear truth. Thank you, Jessica. And would there be a new reader for 113 and 114? I can do it, Lori. Oh, okay. Thanks, Judy. 13. I love you for the truth in you, as God does. Your deceptions may deceive you, but they cannot deceive me. Knowing what you are, I cannot doubt you. I hear only the Holy Spirit in you, who speaks to me, through you. If you would hear me, hear my brothers in whom God's voice speaks. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answers in everyone. Do not listen to anything else or you will not hear the truth. Believe in your brothers because I believe in you, and you will learn that my belief in you is justified. Believe in me by believing in them for the sake of what God gave them. They will answer you if you learn to ask truth of them. Do not ask for blessings without blessing them. For only in this way can you learn how blessed you are. By following this way, you are looking for the truth in you. 
this is not going beyond yourself, but toward yourself. Hear only God's answer in his sons, and you are answered. Thank you, Judy. And would there be another narrator for 14 and 115? Okay, back to you, Lemoyne. Believe in your brothers because I believe in you. And you will learn that my belief in you is justified. Believe in me by believing in them for the sake of what God gave them. They will answer you if you learn to ask truth of them. Do not ask for blessing without blessing them, for only in this way can you learn how blessed you are. By following this way, you are looking for the truth in you. This is not going beyond yourself, but toward yourself. Hear only God's answer in his Son. And you are answered. To disbelieve is to side against or to attack. To believe is to accept and to side with. To believe is not to be credulous, but to accept and appreciate. What you do not believe, you do not appreciate, and you cannot be grateful for what you do not value. There is a price you will pay for judgment because judgment is the setting of a price. And as you set it, you will pay it. Thank you, Lemoyne. And Fran. 115. To disbelieve is to side against or to attack. To believe is to accept and to side with. To believe is not to be credulous, but to accept and appreciate. What you do not believe, you do not appreciate, and you cannot be grateful for what you do not value. There is a price you will pay for judgment, because judgment is the setting of a price. And as you set it, you will pay it. 116. If paying is equated with getting, You will set the price low, but demand a high return. You will have forgotten, however, that to price is to value. So, your return is in proportion to your judgment of worth. If paying is associated with giving, it cannot be perceived as loss, and the reciprocal relationship of giving and receiving will be recognized. The price will then be set high because of the value of the return. The price for getting is to lose sight of value, making it inevitable that you will not value what you receive. Valuing it it little, you will not appreciate it and will not want it. Thank you, Fran. And Robin Marie. 116. 
If paying is equated with getting, you will set the price low but demand a high return. You will have forgotten, however, that to price is to value, so your return is in proportion to your judgment of worth. If paying is associated with giving, it cannot be perceived as loss, and the reciprocal relationship of giving and receiving will be recognized. The price will then be set high because of the value of the return. The price for getting is to lose sight of value, making it inevitable that you will not value what you receive. Valuing it little, you will not appreciate it and will not want it. Or 17. Never forget then that you have set the value on what you receive and have priced it by what you give. To believe that it is possible to get much for little is to believe that you can bargain with God. God's laws are always fair and perfectly consistent. By giving, you receive. But to receive is to accept, not to get. It is impossible not to have, but it is possible not to know you have. The recognition of having is the willingness for giving, and only by this willingness can you recognize what you have. What you give is therefore the value you put on what you have, being the exact measure of the value you put upon it, and this in turn is the measure of how much you want it. Thank you, Robin Marie and Harrison. One seventeen. Never forget then that you have set the value on what you receive and have priced it by what you give to believe that it is possible to get much for little is to believe that you can bargain with God. God's laws are always fair and perfectly consistent. By giving, you receive. But to receive is to accept, not to get. It is impossible not to have, but it is possible not to know you have. The recognition of having is the willingness for giving, and only by this willingness can you recognize what you have. What you give is therefore the value you put on what you have, being the exact measure of the value you put upon it. And this, in turn, is the measure of how much you want it. 118. You can ask of the Holy Spirit 
then only by giving to him. And you can give to him only where you see him. If you see him in everyone, consider how much you will be asking of him and how much you will receive. He will deny you nothing because you have denied him nothing. And so you can share everything. This is the way and the only way to have his answer because his answer is all you can ask for and want. Say then to everyone, because I will to know myself, I see you as God's son and my brother. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Harrison and Lana. Oh, thank you, Lori. You can ask of the Holy Spirit then only by giving to him, and you can give to him only where you see him, anywhere you see him. If you see him in everyone, consider how much you will be asking of him and how much you will receive. He will deny you nothing because you have denied him nothing. And so you can share everything. This is the way and the only way to have his answer because his answer is all you can ask for and want. Say then to everyone, because I will to know myself, I see you as God's son and my brother. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lana, and thank you everyone who read this morning this beautiful section of the answer to prayer. And while I always find it impossible to summarize, I wanted to touch a few things that are especially meaningful to me. In the answer to prayer, beginning with the first paragraph, everyone who has ever tried to use prayer to request something has experienced what appears to be failure. It is important to remember, however, this course does state and repeatedly that its purpose is the escape from fear. In 108, if you are still afraid of what you really want, if you are afraid of what you really want, your attainment of it would no longer be what you want, even if it is. This accounts for why certain specific forms of healing are not achieved, even though the state of healing is. In 109, the very fact that one has asked the Holy Spirit for anything will ensure a response. Yet it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one which would increase fear. It is impossible, however, that his answer will be lost. 
There are many answers which you've already received, but have not yet heard. In 110, if you would know your prayers are answered, never doubt a son of God. For your faith in him is your faith in yourself. If you would know God and his answer, believe, believe in me whose faith in you cannot be shaken. As regards the truth, you will unite with the truth in your brother and his words will be true. As you hear him, you will hear me. Listening to truth is the only way you can hear it now and finally know it. 111, the message your brother gives you is up to you. Your decision about him determines the message you receive. Remember that the Holy Spirit is in him and his voice speaks to you through him. What can so holy a brother tell you except truth? But are you listening to it? Your brother may not know who he is, but there is a light in his mind which does know. And this light can shine into yours, making his words true and making you able to hear them. His words are the Holy Spirit's answer to you. Is your faith in him strong enough to let you hear? 112, he wants me to know salvation is of your brother. The Holy Spirit extends from your mind to his and answers you. You cannot hear the voice for God in yourself alone because you are not alone. And his answer is only for what you are. You will not know the trust I have in you unless you extend it. You will not trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit or believe that it is for you unless you hear it in others. It must be for your brother because it is for you. Would God have created a voice for you alone? Could you hear his answer except as he answers all of God's sons? Hear of your brother what you would have me hear of you. For you would not have, you would not want me to be deceived. I know, boy, in 113, I love you for the truth in you, as God does. Knowing what you are, I cannot doubt you. I can hear, I hear only the Holy Spirit in you who speaks to me through you. If you would hear me, hear my brothers in whom God's voice speaks. The answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. Believe in your brothers because I believe in you. And you will learn that my belief in you is justified. Believe in me by believing in them. For the sake of what God gave them, they will answer you if you learn to ask truth of them. Do not ask for blessings without blessing them. For only in this way can you learn how blessed you are. By following this way, you are looking for the truth in you. This is not by going beyond yourself, but towards yourself. In 115, to disbelieve is to side against or attack. To believe is to accept and to side with. To believe is not to be credulous, but to accept and appreciate. The price you pay for judgment. There is a price you will pay for judgment because judgment is the setting of a price 
and as you said it, you will pay it. If pain is associated with giving, it cannot be perceived as loss, and the reciprocal relationship of giving and receiving will be recognized. The price for getting is to lose sight of value, making it inevitable you will not value what you receive. In 117, by giving, you receive, but to receive is to accept, not to get. It is impossible not to have, but it is possible not to know you have. The recognition for having is the willingness for giving, and only by this willingness can you recognize what you have. And finally, you can ask of the Holy Spirit then, only by giving to him, and you can give to him only where you see him. If you see him in everyone, Consider how much you will be asking of him and how much you will receive. He will deny you nothing because you have denied him nothing. And so you can share everything. This is the way and the only way to have his answer because his answer is all you can ask for and want. Say then to everyone, because I will to know myself, I see you as God's son and my brother. Amen, and what a stupendous way to end this chapter, the journey back. Floor's open for, oh gee whiz, would it maybe be best uh, at this point, even though it's three minutes before the hour to pause and reflect on uh, this beautiful lesson, my part is essential to God's plan of salvation. I feel it would be great to do that. So Fran, I'll ask you to lead us before we open the floor, okay? Thank you. Thank you for that summary. That was great. Thank you. Hi, everybody. We are still in the first part of the workbook, and today we're on Lesson 100. My part is essential to God's plan for salvation. So I shall read some from the part, the lesson. Just as God's Son completes his Father, so your part and it completes your father's plan. Salvation must reverse the mad belief in separate thoughts and separate bodies. God's will for you is perfect happiness. Your joy must be complete to let his plan be understood by those to whom he sends you. They will see their function in your shining face and hear God calling to them in your happy laugh. You are indeed essential to God's plan. Without your joy, his joy is incomplete. You are indeed essential to God's plan. God's messengers are joyous, and their joy heals sorrow and despair. They are the proof that God's will wills perfect happiness for all who will accept their Father's gift as theirs. We will not let ourselves be sad today. For if we do, we fail to take the part that is essential in God's plan. Today, we will attempt to understand joy is our function here. If you are sad, your part is unfulfilled. God asks that you be happy in the world so the world can see how much he loves his son. You are God's messenger today. 
You bring his happiness to all you look upon. We will prepare ourselves for this today in our five-minute practice periods by feeling happiness arise in us. Begin the exercises with the thought today's idea contains. Then realize your part is to be happy. Now let us try to find that joy which proves to us and all the world God's will for us. It is your function that you find it here and that you find it now. For this you came. Look deep within you, undismayed by all the little thoughts and foolish goals you you pass as you ascend to meet the Christ in you. He will be there, and you can reach him now. Do not forget the idea for today between your longer practice periods. It is yourself who calls to you today, and it is him you answer every time you tell yourself you are essential to God's plan for the salvation of the world. And we'll do a five-minute top-of-the-hour practice. Lesson 100, my part is essential to God's plan for salvation.
Just as God's Son completes his Father, so your part in it completes your Father's plan. Lesson 100. My part is essential to God's plan for salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Welcome, guys. It sure adds to the strength of that meditation to be able to share it with everyone here. I'm very grateful. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, goody. Goody, I like that. Thank you. For me, too. Good morning, everyone. So good to be here. Um, And I agree, Laurie, having all of us together at the same place, at the same time, all with the same purpose, is is just such a powerful experience. So, you know, thank you, everyone. That meditation, that silence um, was just beautiful. I wanted to share, um, because I know it puzzles me a lot. So, you know, what puzzles me, I'm sure there's a few that puzzle them too. So I wanted to share a little bit about fear and and why it seems so difficult to heal it. And um, it's, um, you know, the ego is so deceptive. And um, the ego actually, for me, ego and fear are synonymous. If I think of what the ego is, it's fear. If I think of what the fear, what fear is, it's ego. <laughs> you know, they kind of go hand in hand. And so, naturally, because fear 
identity, just like God identifies who we are, um, and love and love identifies what we are. Um, fear identifies what ego is. So, uh, in my experience, that's why ego is so protective of it, and how important it is to ego for us to remain in fear, um, because to heal fear. Uh, to the ego is to not exist. It loses its existence as we heal fear. So what it does, it uses deceptions. It builds structures for its own protection around fear. And uh, we know these structures as stories or symptoms, um, which takes our attention and our focus away from fear and puts it on the story or the symptoms that um, represent the fear. So, uh, you know, that's not an accident. Ego does that to protect itself. It it shelters itself uh, within the stories we make. And so when we ask for healing, um, we uh, and it's why we always get cause and effect. At least I do confuse cause and effect if I'm not present with the truth of who I am, and we'll get um, so involved in the story and the effects of the fear that um, we're really not asking for God. Even though we're feeling afraid, even though I'm feeling afraid, what I'll ask for is healing of the symptom or the story because in the ego's logic, uh, that is the cause. That's the cause. And instead of seeing that it's the effect, you know, and, um, and, and fear is, uh, to, and fear also, you know, for me, uh, when the doctors told me I was going to die within a year, um, you know, Jesus came in and, um, you know, here I am asking for healing in a frightened state. When I ask for healing in a frightened state, you know, it doesn't do any good. There's no healing that can happen there. I have to find my peace. And so Jesus came in and he said to me, let the doctors get, take care of your body and I will take care of your mind. He was redirecting my focus to the cause of the diagnosis, not to the story about the diagnosis, you know. So I joined with Jesus in healing my mind, and I just let the doctors take care of my body. I had no investment in that. I had no knowledge of medicine. I can't, I couldn't get too involved in that unless I chose to, you know, unless I'm, <laughs> you know, one of those people that get on the internet and research every word and every lab test and what it means and trying to decipher. No, Jesus wanted me with him in healing my mind in a state of peace. So he wanted me to know that it's okay. It's a, I don't have to leave the medical profession uh, behind and focus all my trust in God. That would be great if I could, but um, fear would have... Um, you know, just arrested my uh, my healing. You know, it would, the fear, he didn't want to increase my fear by having me abandon the medical profession. So 
he said, it's okay. Let the doctors take care of your body. But know that the cause of your fear is in your mind. It's not in your body. And so, um, you know, I went with that. Uh, and um, just one more thing, and I'll shut up. He, Jesus says that this was interesting to me because I hadn't written it down before. Um, to remember the purpose of A Course in Miracles is the escape from fear. Now, what I had written down before <laughs> and remembered was the motivation. So we have the motivation, the purpose, and the goal. The motivation for doing A Course in Miracles is inner peace. The purpose for, for doing A Course in Miracles is the escape from fear. And the goal of A Course in Miracles is know thyself. So, you know, it's like a trinity that shows me in three short little snippets uh, why I'm even here doing this course and um, what the rewards and the goals are and the purpose. So, anyhow, I, I thought that was um, nice to kind of complete that whole thing about ACIM and why I'm here with you guys <laughs> engaged in doing it. So I'm complete. Sorry I babbled on too long. Oh, God, not at all, Lana. That was perfect. Thank yes. You so that much was, for that simple uh-huh. declaration. Yes. Oh, thank, thank you. you. That was really good. Thank you, Lana. Thank and you. I'm not surprised because you know a lot, Lana, and you have a lot of wisdom gained from your your studies oh. and your experience in life. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Ida. That was such a kind no thing to say. You can look back oh, on your life and see these scary experiences as gifts once the healing's accomplished. You really can, and you can see how they moved you forward and, and really uh, increased your faith and trust. So, yeah, thank you, Ida. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. Um, I believe it's, I said it because I believe it's true. Um, and I want to say, too, about what you were just saying, talking about about what was in the course this morning in the, in the, uh, in the text about healing as escape from fear. And it was very helpful to me because I'm sure I read it before, but I think I forgot that if I ask for healing of my body, but I'm actually afraid to just suddenly have my body all healed with no, without any medicine, without any aids or anything holistic or regular um, medical um, medicine or anything like that, then the Holy Spirit knows that I'm going to be in fear. And since healing is an escape from fear, if I ask for healing and I'm really even fear, in fear about suddenly being healed, and I don't even know that consciously, I'm still not going to be healed because healing is an escape from fear. So the Holy Spirit would never do anything for or with any of us that would uh, that we may actually ask for, mistakenly believing that we're completely ready when we're not uh, because it would increase our fear and would never do anything that would increase our fear. So in that case, the Holy Spirit's um, way is to not to heal, not to not to say yes to that request, 
because it's it's not the emphasis is not on the body as you all well know it's the emphasis is on the mind and uh, it's our mind that the Holy Spirit is really concerned about more than the body I'm sure of that from this reading thanks for letting me share I'm complete thank you Ida thank you Ida Hi guys, it's Jude. Good morning, everybody. Hi, um, you know I'm a I'm a I'm a joy freak. I <laughs> my enthusiasm runs over. My cup runneth over. I love that little thing you started us out with. Uh, my cup runneth over with joy today. Um, cheers. Be of good cheer. I have I have come to the world to share this message with you. Um, that Christ said, Jesus said when he came, he's gone, Jesus is gone now, but the Christ consciousness that he um, came to teach us of is the voice of the Holy Spirit in all of us. The voice is the voice of inspiration, inspiration and devotion. And to restore us to to the total awareness of who and what we are in God which is everywhere, all the time, and where nothing is lacking, um, where only I can deprive myself or deny myself, my own perfect peace, my own perfect happiness, my own perfect joy. Um, I read this morning in the text that revelation is an experience of pure joy, pure joy, and um, find that holy, holy experiential it from time to time. And I want it to be constant and consistent. And I think, you know, in letting go of, of the way we perceive the world and judge the world um, is a big part of that. Letting go of what I think. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wander, though. But um, I love the paragraph 113, where he tells us that I love you for the truth in you, as God does. Then he speaks of the truth a lot in his text reading today, and he speaks of um, trusting, trusting um, and having faith in everyone, because God and God's voice, the Holy Spirit, is in everyone. And to listen only for that, and I don't have to um, to talk to him out loud with words. All I need to do is make that um, conscious to myself and my awareness that the light and the truth and the way are in everyone, and that if I'm listening and I really want to hear the truth of who I am, that the, that the truth is, is everywhere I go and can be seen, the light can be seen, the vision can be seen, and the truth can be heard. If I listen, if I'm still and I listen, and I want to hear the truth. I've got to want to hear the truth. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing to me. 
um, and the, the way that um, we value the valuing of, of my brothers and my sisters. And I don't know where it is in the text where it says it's impossible to overestimate the value of your brothers and your sisters because you know not God, you know not God is in them. You can never overestimate your brother's value to you and the truth that he can reveal to you. And that's that's always been one of those things that have stuck as um, something that I need to remember, you know, that I take people for granted and, you know, I, I can be dismissive and, and not listen and not be present and with and for together um, in the here and the now. And it speaks of that um, being here and now and being present for each other and the joy of, of, of recognizing who and what we are um, and that giving and receiving are, are simultaneous. And um, this is where the laws of cause and effect um, you know, become meaningless because it, it's one singular cause and it's one um, effect, us being the capital E effect that just expands and extends love, the appreciation and the value that that's why and what and for our meaning is for each other here, <laughs> to increase our joy and to increase, increase our um, uh, knowledge of love's awareness, being present, love's awareness, being present, all in all, everywhere, all the time, and there's no place where it's not, um, unless I want to think differently, want to think out of accord with my Creator, and that's knowing myself in the totality of my reality, that having everything, that God's given me everything in the phenomenal world. Everything is given. I didn't make any of this. I'm not making any of it happening for me either. I used to think I did, but I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> God's will is one, and it's happening. God's love is one, and it's happening. And to accept that, and in order, I can't receive it unless I accept it and acknowledge it and value it and... Um, you know, here's where my gratitude opens up and, you know, things become easy and effortless and um, I'm, I'm really just receiving God and completing his joy and, and its fullness and its completion and its wholeness and knowing that God's gift to me is God, God's gift of everything to me. So um, let us all <laughs> never refuse how God completes us and our joy and our happiness and our pardon is only to accept it, receive it, acknowledge it, and be grateful. Amen. I'm complete. <laughs> Cheers. You're here. <laughs> Cheers, indeed. Thank you, Judy. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Shalom.
I just wanted to say, uh, this is Robin Marie, that every day that I listen and think with all of you is a day that the Holy Spirit, even while I'm listening, gives me answers to some things that I'm thinking about. And it's so phenomenal. And I'm sure that it happens to the rest of you, but I just wanted to um, just be so thankful for that, 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 that there's an opening um, in all of us that accepts um, Holy Spirit direction and, and is able to receive. Thank you. Oh, bless you, Robin Marie. Thank you so much for that. Oh, yes. Thank you, Robin and Maria. I so agree. Joining is the best. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, one last thing that I, 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 I was struck by in the text was in um, paragraph 109 where it says, all prayers are answered, that God's will for us is perfect happiness, and that... Um, the very fact that one has asked the Holy Spirit for anything will ensure a response, yet it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one that would increase the fear. Thank you for speaking about that escape from fear, Lana. But then he goes on to say, it is possible that his answer will not be heard at all, and I thought, when, does, when, when, when will it not be heard at all? And it's when my ego says, I want this to be different, that I have to accept everything that's happening as God's will, and that it's for my and everyone's highest good together as the one son of God. And not, it's not about me. But the me will say, I don't like this. I want this to be different. I want you to be different. I want me to be different. And I can't even want me to be different because I would have to make the learner different. And I'm the learner, and I still need to, to go to the Holy Spirit for, for my, to take my prayers to, to hear the truth and know the truth and restore me. Restore me to the oneness and wholeness of completion that I am. So I like that. And I'll, I'll be still now. Thank you for giving me a place to share. I love you. Thank you, Judy. I love you. Thank you, Judy. Yes, thank you, Judy. I'm going to go with um, do not confound him. Do not question your brother or do not confound him. That's the ego. Any kind of questioning like that, any kind of doubt, any kind of confounding, because my faith in him is my faith in myself. And it's not Judy that I have faith in. It's the Christ in me that I have faith in. And to put my confidence in Christ is to 
to, to put it in a place where it properly belongs. My confidence belongs in the Christ mind that knows. And if I don't, if I don't know and I'm uncertain about something, then I put my faith and confidence in him, and he'll reveal it to me. He'll let me know when I need to know what I think I need to know. <laughs> you know how that goes. So I like that, and um, um, that goes along with that disbelieving and siding against and to attack. That word attack is like, you know, attack has to be completely relinquished if I'm going to come to the truth and know the absolute truth of who I am in God. Very important to me. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you so much, Judy. Thank you. Hi, this is Yogi Chris. Being in joy as I listen. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Yogi Chris. Good morning, everyone. This is Lori. I was just thinking about um, how I love the way this section is titled The Answer to Prayer. The Answer to Prayer. And um, boy, I love the mind that gives this to us. It's, it's a hard thing. Uh, to escape the ego when that's the only way of thinking I've ever known um, and it's it's a hard thing to remember heaven it's impossible on my own um, years ago when I had that first holy instant and came back to myself I, I remember the voice in me that cried out I'm home and every time I say those words I feel with that same sense of joy but it's taken um, all these years since to realize the truth of what home is and, and heaven he says is your home Heaven is your home. You are the kingdom of God. And it is a fact, just as he says here, that your brother is your answer to prayer. How else can I know that love is in me? How else could I know 
without a brother that love is in me. It would be impossible. In the same way, um, the exuberance of source overflowed to create in its own likeness. And that extension of self, capital self, is what creation is. And if I want to recognize, that is to say, recognize, recognize, rethink about what I am, I can only know the totality of that, capital self, that one self, um, that magnanimous self that is the creative impulse of the Father, but by sharing it. That's the only way I can know it. I could, I could not discover that love is in me any other way but by loving. But he says, love everything, love everything that is created or you will not know the fullness of the love the Father has for you. This, this is the gift of, of our Father. The ability to love, the, the totality of love, not just the ability, but the essence of love. And I couldn't know what that is without, without brother. I couldn't know that. That's the only way. It's so simple. When I boil it down, how else could I know love is in me but by loving? That's why he says, don't ask a blessing of your brother without blessing him first. Because that's the only way to know the fullness of your own blessing. The only way to have is to give. And for all the years that I failed to realize that, those were the years of my suffering. Um, it turns out that the greatest miracle of all is to realize, make real, capitalist self in the knowledge, I mean knowledge, that we belong and contain each other in our hearts. And to know uh, reflectively that all suffering I ever experienced was a consequence of trying to make love something other than what it is. Love is total. And <laughs> what does he say? Last week we read, uh, love uh, is cooperation. In fact, its essence is cooperation with its being. It's impossible to know yourself alone, he says, because you are not alone. It's impossible to know the one mind without knowing the one mind is shared by all equally alike in perfect unity. The message your brother gives you is up to you, he says. The message your brother gives you is up to you. It turns out the ego, ego mind has already decided what every brother is because it's already decided it's alone. Therefore, every brother is also alone and worthy of the same condemnation that I heap upon myself as an ego. The only way to escape the ego is by loving and that's why, um, oh dear me, 
Um, I always think of Lesson 166. I'm entrusted with the gifts of God. And to realize that every brother is God's gift of himself to me is to realize heaven. And that's why, you know, we, we come here every day and, and think about, like, what are miracles and what is miracle working and, and such as all that. While sitting here doing it, doing it together, um, <laughs> and so to wonder what miracle working is is kind of is kind of a, a silly idea when we get together and do it with each other every morning by extending the love of God and touching, just touching, just touching the one mind that we all share. Prayer is a statement of inclusion. He says. Prayer is a statement of inclusion. If, if I want to know heaven and I want to know home, I mean know and make real in my awareness, it is to realize that everything is part of me. Everything. That's the way God created. Everything is contained in his mind as his mind's essence. And at home, all these years later, is the realization that everything is part of me, that I was never separate. I denied my own truth. And if I want to remember the truth, then I stopped denying the truth in my brother. I stopped dissociating from my own love. The message your brother gives you is up to you. It turns out as an ego, I already decided what everybody was. And I couldn't know my own truth by not knowing the truth of creation. But in point of fact, God has approached by loving his creation. That's why he gave us to each other. In the resolution of the dream in chapter 24, he says, The Christ in you is very still. He saw that you were incomplete. And so he put himself everywhere. He put himself everywhere. The first incarnation, the first creation was the, the incarnation of God in himself, God in Christ. Christ is the nature of God's creation. It's universal. It's cosmic. And it is capital itself. All I need to do is uh, let go of every judgment I ever had. And this truth, I discover, was always there, except I denied it in myself and denied it in creation. I dissociated myself from it. The memory of God returns as I see him everywhere. He says, God is all in all in a real sense. I don't have to lose this body to know it. I can know it now by knowing it in all of you. That's why reflecting on these lessons together, reflecting on these teachings together by reading it to each other, we're calling each other home. <laughs> Sitting here doing this, not even know this is what we're doing. 
Um, what a wonder. What a wonder heaven is. I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful, Lori. Thank you. Beautiful, Lori. Yes, you are complete. <laughs> Behold, and complete. Love you. Just lovely. Thank you, Lori. In the words of Saturday Night Live, no, thank you. <laughs> Bunny. Good morning, Mrs. Sandra, and that's that's why the whole thank you thing. It's like just. I've heard people say thank you for letting me share because, you know, it's a gift to me when when I have a place to share. It's such a gift, you know, to share my process, to share my awareness of self and others and, and to share my application of these lessons. My part is essential to God's plan for salvation. Well, my brother is essential to my plan for salvation too. And how that looks is, you know, in this world, when we're able to work like a team and get along with each other <laughs> and and be able to work through, um, first of all, there are no differences, but, but we have um, a different, everybody is unique in the way they see things. Um, so to, to be open-minded enough not only to embrace these truths, but to embrace my brother who may see something different than me and may have slightly different needs. And, and what I'm finding out is it's just as important for me to support my brother in meeting his needs or her needs as it is for me to ask for support from my brother in meeting my needs. And of course, we're not bodies, so we really don't have any needs. <laughs> but since I'm having a body experience, things do come up and um you know it's just this this lesson my part is essential in god's plan for salvation uh is for me really uh heightened with this paragraph um believe in your brother this is paragraph 114 believe in your brothers because i believe in you and you will learn that my belief in you is justified. So I, <laughs> I haven't had the experience yet of um, my brothers. Well, that's not true. They have shown up for me, <laughs> but not the way I've wanted them to. So that I have to let go of that. And that, that comes from judgment. So it's all about judgment. And, um, and it's all about you know, me knowing that it's just as important for my brother's needs to get met as it is for my needs to get met. I believe in you and you will learn that my belief in you is justified. Believe in me by believing in them for the sake of what God gave them. 
I got to believe in my brother and and know that whatever his or her needs are are just as valid as mine, and that by me supporting them and helping them to meet their needs, I'm really supporting and helping myself. They will answer you if you learn to ask truth of them. Do not ask for blessings without blessing them. For only in this way can you learn how blessed you are. By following this way, you are looking for the truth in you. So when I look for the truth in my brother, I'm really looking for the truth in me. This is not going beyond yourself, but towards yourself. Hear only God's answer in his sons, and you are answered. So I can't get there without my brother. God, I, I complete my brother as much as my brother completes me. I complete God as much as God completes me. This is, it's just a closed circle. And, um, but we don't, I don't want it to close so tight that it's contracted. It's a closed circle, but that's because it's a circle. But it's, 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 an, it's an infinitely expanding circle because everything is connected. So it's, it's just the, the two ends are connected to each other because they, they depend on each other. We depend on each other. I have a need to share, to feel a sense of connection, and I get that to a certain degree on this meeting. And I love that I'm judging frequently, and, I, and because I'm on this meeting, I go, oh, wait a minute, you're, you're judging because you don't feel like you you fit in that particular vibration of either what's being spoken of or that particular person's vibration. And it's like, that's all based in judgment. And there's really no room for judgment in the circle because judgment breaks the circle. There's room for expansion, but no room for judgment. So um, this was just beautiful and just a reminder um, because I still want to find fault with my brothers. I'm complete. That was so great, Sandra. I love the description of the circle. Thank you. That was wonderful, Sandra. You were like spot on. That's exactly what happens. I'm complete. Yeah, thank you, Sandra. Hi, Sana. I just wanted to share a little bit. I guess maybe it's even a continuation of what Sandra was sharing because um, if I read, if I'm reading this section with um, with the ego, what I'm hearing is you mean I must agree or believe or listen to my brother when he's saying all these insane things. No, it's calling me. At least this is my interpretation of it. It's calling me to hear the truth of my brother, which means I need to hear the truth within myself. Um, in order to hear his truth, I need to be aware of my truth. And if I'm not hearing the truth of my brother, it's uh, because it, it means to me it's like a flashing caution light. Heal your mind, Lana. Heal your mind. And that's what 
I aspire to always do when there's a disharmony there. And um, it's not about what he says, you know, because the ego will grab onto that first and get a reaction from my ego or vice versa. It's the same thing that's happening. Jesus once told me, it doesn't matter who's projecting onto who. What matters is my perception of it. And if I'm in my wrong mind, I'll hear his words as his nonsensical words as um, a judgment against him. But if I just remember in my mind, and this, you know, this, you know, I'm human. I, I, um, I'm like anyone else. When it is just telling me that um, this is a collaborative venture, adve- adventure. That's too. <laughs> it is an adventure, but this is a collaborative venture, and um, it is uh, when. I'm in harmony with my brother, I'm in harmony with God, and um, we just hear the truth. And all this blah, 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 just passes through us. You know, we don't even notice it. We're just hearing the truth. And that's what he's calling us to do, I believe. He's calling us to, if you want an answer to your prayers, it'll be given you within the oneness and the totality of what's, shared between brothers because my brother's mind isn't separate from my own too so to hear my brother is to hear myself i'm not you know in that regard my brother is myself we're, we're of one mind our expressions of this oneness are unique to us you know how we experience it because jesus tells us this curriculum is highly individualized but in within the oneness of it all um, we're all the same. We're all sharing the love of God. We are the love of God. And anytime there's disharmony, it's not about who, what my ego is judging as the source of that, of that um, inharmony. It's, it's always points back to my mind. If I want healing, I have to go to the source of what seems to be invariance to that and to the truth. So. Uh, oh, sorry about that. I'm out on the porch. It's a gorgeous day today. Um, you know, so it's it's just about remembering. And, you know, once my mind's healed, once I take a sacred pause and just say, whoa, wait a minute here, something's off kilter, um, and just take responsibility for that, I can heal my mind. And then as if magically the world shows up as a beautiful place, my brother's show up as beautiful and perfect perfect god shows up and that is the answer to my prayer um you know whatever the prayer may have been the answer is oh you've deceived yourself again lana everything's fine everything's well all's well in the kingdom (laughs) you just left it to go to disneyland for a little while (laughs) went to Adventureland. <laughs> so anyway, I'll stop babbling. I'm complete. Thank you. Adventureland. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, Lana. Thank you, Lana.
you know, this story again, and I found that so much of um, the Course in Miracles is really about taking these ideas and trying them out, improving it to myself. Um, it, in those years before I came to this group, um, I felt like I had lost my practice. And I said to Holy Spirit, but I can't lose myself. I could never be separated from myself. Well, you have to find your people, he said. And I argued about it and and uh, didn't realize that I was afraid to. And um, And so I started listening to the recordings of these calls. I listened to lots of them and I listened long enough to feel like I knew every voice that was on the call and pretty soon I found myself saying gosh if I was there I'd, I'd say this or oh boy if I, if I was there I'd really applaud that and, and so I <laughs> was like a one man band listening to these recordings for a while and finally uh, through that Holy Spirit helped me overcome my fear and I finally dialed in and discovered what he meant when I argued with him I can't I can't lose myself I know I can't lose myself his answer was you don't know what your what your real self is your true self and I had to um, I had to participate and and work it you know it's a lot like a program you got to work it and, uh, and the whole purpose of working a program is what to prove to yourself that it is true and I just love that about um, Holy Spirit he'll, he'll give me he'll give me what appears to be a factual response that I don't understand and at the same time an invitation to try it out and see and that's um, mostly what this section represents to me the answer of prayer is a great big fat try it out uh, and you'll discover what I mean when I say you can't be separated from yourself and um, so I'm really glad I'm grateful 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 that the answer to prayer is inclusion of course in love he says the world does not keep you separate you keep yourself separate from the world and when you discover this is true um, quite a beautiful reading but the essence of it is when you discover this is true a mighty wind will rush through you and you'll never experience yourself alone again the answer to prayer is inclusiveness simply put its inclusiveness and inclusiveness is the oneself so to read this I like how you said that letter when I read it from the ego um, doesn't track it just doesn't track but when I read it with an open mind an open heart 
see it as an invitation to um, give it a whirl and find out the truth. So, isn't it wonderful? We can't do that alone, and I'm so grateful. Thank you, everyone. Complete. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. No, any final thoughts? Anyone? Well, then how about we end this recording from chapter 31 in the simplicity of salvation. I just love this. You see the flesh or you recognize the spirit. There is no compromise between the two. If one is real, the other must be false. For what is real denies its opposite. There is no choice in vision but this one. What you decide in this determines all you see and think is real and hold is true on this one choice. Does all your world depend? For here you have established what you are as flesh or spirit in your own beliefs. If you choose flesh, you never will escape the body as your own reality, for you've chosen that you want it so. But choose the spirit, and all heaven bends to touch your eyes and bless your holy sight you may see the world of flesh no more except to heal and comfort and bless are you a spirit deathless and without the promise of corruption and stain of sin upon you so the world is stable fully worthy of your trust a happy place to rest in for a while where nothing need be feared but only loved who is unwelcome to the kind in heart and what could hurt the truly innocent your will be done, you holy child of God. It does not matter if you think you are in earth or in heaven. What your Father wills for you can never change. The truth in you remains as radiant as a star, as pure as light, as innocent as love itself. And you are worthy that your will be done. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining us Beautiful. for joining every morning. Yeah. Nobody that goes home alone. Thank huh? you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.